St. Thomas Aquinas in his Summa Theologiae talks about this kind of descent and ascent, this kind of God coming to us, descending to us, and then we're ascending back to God. Isn't that great? So it's kind of like we begin with God, and then God does wonderful things in our life. You know, we're born and stuff like that. But then we go back to God. That's our goal in life. So you have to have a goal. If you don't have a goal, you don't know where you're going. If there's no goal in life, you have no idea why am I here? Why am I praying? Why am I going to Mass? Is it just because my parents say go to Mass? Or is there something more to it? So, first of all, you always have to begin with the Father. The Father loves us. We are created in the image and likeness of God. That's our dignity. No matter how we were conceived, how we were born, as soon as we're here on earth, the Father loves us. And it's not just a, it's not an emotional love. You know, the, the, this is not emotion. This, this is a love of giving himself to us. And so has the Father given himself to us? He gave us his only begotten son on earth to show us how to live, but also to take away our sins, to rise from the dead, to ascend into heaven. And then the Father and the Son give us the gift of himself, the Holy Spirit. They breathe the Holy Spirit upon us. And we're given new life and the Holy Spirit acts through us. The Holy Spirit prays through us. So there, there is this, in the Old Testament, if you see what's called revelation, that the Old Testament is really, you see the Father speaking. And then in the New Testament, you see Jesus speaking. But in the church, you see the Spirit speaking. And so God through history has come to us revealing the Father, then revealing the Son, then revealing the Holy Spirit through the church. So how do we go back to God, to the Father? We begin with the Holy Spirit. We begin in the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit helps us. The Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to us, and Jesus reveals the Father to us. So, and history was the Father revealing the Son, and then the Son revealing the Holy Spirit to us. But going back, it's the Spirit who reveals the Son to us, and the Son reveals the Father to us. How do we do it now? Prayer. Prayer is the most important work that we could do in our life. It's not all the things that we do in the parish, although they're good things. I'm not saying don't do those things because your pastors will come after me. No, do those things, but do it in the right way. Do it first of all with prayer. Always begin with prayer. I always tell people, if you don't know where to begin, begin with prayer. If your life is all messed up, You've gone the wrong way. You've gone astray. You've done everything against the Ten Commandments. You feel so far away from God. You haven't been in church. Father, where do I begin? Begin with prayer. Begin with prayer. You never lose by beginning with prayer. 
Because prayer is your connection back with God. It's, it's the way that you make your covenant with God again. So we'll, we'll hear the term and the Blessed Mother throughout the world will say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. She's like a broken record that keeps repeating herself. What does she say over and over again? Pray, pray, pray. Why does she say that over and over again? Because we're not doing it. That's what she said one time. He said, why are you telling us to pray all the time? She said, because you're not doing it. And because you're not doing it, she has to re-emphasize it. Pray, pray, pray. Prayer is important. Now, how do we pray? What are the different forms of prayer? Okay, I'm going to use the catechism to explain that there are different forms of prayer. That there's not just one way of praying to God. We need different forms of prayer. So what's one form of prayer that the catechism says? Blessing and adoration. Blessing. So blessing is important. We can go through life cursing all the time. You ever meet people that just curse all the time? They curse other people, they curse God, and they curse themselves. It's a foretaste of hell. Don't curse. If you got bad language, that's where pray the rosary. Because in the rosary, you're blessing. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. See that? You're blessing. You can't bless and curse at the same time. So one of the things is make your life a blessing. And that means bless God with your tongue, with your language. See, this is where you need the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will take over your tongue and give you that tongue of blessing, of praising God. He'll take away the curses in your life and bring blessings down upon you. If you bless God, God will bless you. If you bless others, Others will bless you, and you'll start blessing yourself also instead of cursing. So we can live our lives either cursing or blessing. We decide. It says this in the Catechism, the Catholic Church. This is paragraph uh, 2627. Sorry, my eyes are going as I get older. Two fundamental forms express the the movement. Our prayer ascends in the Holy Spirit through Christ to the Father. We bless him for having blessed us and implores the grace of the Holy Spirit that descends through Christ from the Father. He blesses us. See that? So there's a Trinitarian prayer here where we're blessing God in the Holy Spirit through Christ to the Father. And then the blessing comes down from the Father through Christ and the Holy Spirit upon us. That's why the greatest gift that God can give us is the gift of himself, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Notice I emphasize the Holy Spirit a lot because it's so important that we have the Holy Spirit. We forget about the Holy Spirit. We think that we could just do it all on our own. And what happens? We fail. We fail because we're not doing it with the grace of God. We're not doing it with his power. We're not praying to God not trying to love others with the grace of God, only with the grace of God can we do it, especially in our world and society. So blessing, 
is the first prayer. So you can just bless God all day and bless others. You can bless your children. Parents, one thing you could do before your children leave for school, make the sign of the cross over their head. Bless them. Parents, you have authority to bless your children. Children, you don't have authority to bless your parents, but parents, you have authority to bless your children. Bless your children with the sign of the cross on the forehead, praying that their guardian angels will protect them throughout the day. Then we have adoration. Adoration, it says in the catechism, is the first attitude of man acknowledging that he is a creature before his creator, that we are only creatures. We are not the creators. We are not gods. We are not gods. Don't believe Friedrich Nietzsche. You know what Friedrich Nietzsche said? He said, God is dead. We are gods. Don't believe him. Don't believe him. Friedrich Nietzsche went into an insane asylum at the end of his life. That's what happens when you deny God. People don't know that. He went insane. He went totally insane. Because he denied God, he thought he was God, he thought God was dead, his famous phrase. Now look who's dead. See, we, we go insane. Adoration means to humble ourselves before God, to get down on our knees, to adore God for he himself who is greater than us. Then we have the prayer of petition. Where we, and most people pray in this way, where we ask God for something. Most of us ask God for something. Oh God, give me $1 million. But don't ask that. You may be miserable if you receive $1 million. So you have to ask according to the will of God. It says in the catechism, our first petition should always be a petition asking forgiveness to ask forgiveness for our sins. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. That was the parable Jesus gave about the tax collector. And when the tax collector said, oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner, he beat his breast. His prayer was heard because he asked for forgiveness. He asked for mercy. So our first prayer of petition should always be one of forgiveness, should always be one of mercy. Does that mean that we cannot ask God for other things? No, we can. God, please help me with my financial situation. Do you think God does not care? No, God does care. He does care about your financial situation. If you're going through hard times, God does care about the temporary things, ordinary things of everyday life. And that's why Jesus says, when you ask, ask in my name. Always ask through Christ our Lord in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I ask for this. God, please, I need you. Please help me. Then we have the third prayer, which is the prayer of intercession. The prayer of intercession is even better than petition because it's more selfless. So when we intercede, we're not praying for ourselves. We pray for others. So, oh God, please heal the sick person with cancer. Oh God, touch this person. When we pray for the conversion of sinners, oh God, convert this sinner or convert my wayward son or my wayward daughter or my grandchildren or whoever it may be. When we intercede for others, when we pray for others, God loves that prayer. It's a selfless prayer. 
It's a selfless prayer. And even more, when we pray for our enemies, when we pray for our persecutors, when we pray for those who hate us, God, we pray for our enemies. We pray for those who hate us, for those who hate us just because we're Catholics or just because we're Christians or just because we stand for something different. And these people hate us. And they may be people in our own country. They may be people in our own neighborhood. They may be people in our own family. We can pray for them and intercede for them. That prayer of intercession can also become prayer of reparation, where we repair the sins that others commit, not just the ones that we commit, but that we repair the sins that others commit. And how do we do that? The chaplet of divine mercy. When we pray the chaplet of divine mercy, we can repair the sins of others. So we constantly offer mercy for others. We constantly call down mercy, not judgment for others, constantly call down mercy for others so that they can be converted. And we repair. And we can do that repairing through prayer. And then we could do it through sacrifice, through penance. So whatever suffering that God gives you in life, offer it up as a sacrifice. You don't even have to look for it. It will come. It will come. There's all kinds of sacrifices, penances that we can offer up in life. And then we come to the fourth and fifth types of prayer, which are even more selfless than even the prayer of intercession. The prayer of thanksgiving, which is the fourth type of prayer, where we thank God. We thank God for gifts. How many of us thank God? How many of us get up in the morning and say, thank you, God, for another day? Thank you, God, for the sunshine, or thank you, God, for the rain. Or even, there's three basic things that we should always thank God for. Food, clothing, and shelter. Thank God that you ate today. Thank God that you have clothes on your back. And thank God that you have a roof over your head. Because there are some people in the world that don't have those luxuries or necessities, we should call them. Really, they're necessities. You could always begin with that. Thank you, God, for food. Thank you, God, for clothing. Thank you, God, for shelter. And then just go on from there. Thank you, God, for my family. Thank you, God, for my spouse. Thank you, God, for the church. Thank you, God, for the sacraments, spiritual things. Thank you, God, for my car. Thank you, God, for money. Thank you, God, for my job. Even though I hate my job, but thank you, God, for my job. You could say that if you hate your job. Or thank you, God, I love my job. Thank you, God, for my boss, even though I like him or I don't like him. You get either way. Or if you are the boss, thank you for my employees, even though if you like them or don't like them. See that prayer of thanksgiving? So it leads us out of ourselves. Instead of complaining all the time, we go to God with thanksgiving. The Holy Spirit can give us that gift. We pray for that gift of thanksgiving to constantly thank God for the blessings and the gifts and the graces that he gives us every single day because we do not deserve it. But God gives it to us freely because he loves us. And finally, the last form of prayer of fifth is the prayer of praise. And the prayer of praise is actually the most selfless prayer because we're not asking anything for ourselves. 
We're not petitioning anything. It says in the Catechism 2639, praise is the form of prayer which recognizes most immediately that God is God. It, it lauds God for his own sake and gives him glory quite beyond what he does, but simply because he is. So you're not praising God for anything that he's done for you. See that you're not even praising, thanking him for a gift that God has given. You're just praising God just because he's God and you love God. And that's where you praise and glory. And that's where the praise goes into song. So when you sing, as St. Augustine says, when you sing, you pray twice. So if you ever wonder, what do I do during the day? How do I remain in prayer? I just turn on the radio, play some Christian music, play some upbeat music. But make sure it's Christian so that you're praising God. Because that's what the angels do in heaven. The angels are constantly singing to God. And if you say, well, Father, I don't know how to sing. And say, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. See, because before you get into heaven, there's an angel that teaches you how to sing. And the angel will say, we sing a lot up here. And so I'm going to teach you how to sing. And you'll just get it. Right there, right there and there, before you go to heaven, you'll be singing and praising God and worshiping. That's why the angels, that's why they fly in heaven. So why we picture them in ecstasy. They're flying, the saints are flying because they're so immersed in God and they're so in love with God and they're so in love with each, with each other and they're totally selfless. They're not even thinking about this. They're just praising God and worshiping God and singing to God night and day, and day and night. Now, the catechism ends in this section on prayer with 2643. It says, the Eucharist contains and expresses all forms of prayer. It is the pure offering of the whole body of Christ to the glory of God's name, and according to the traditions of East and West, it is the sacrifice of praise. So exactly what you're doing now, exactly the prayers that are within the church right now, we use all these forms of prayer. If you really listen, like at the beginning of Mass, what did we begin with? Penitential rite, prayer of forgiveness. So we come to God, first of all, asking forgiveness for our sins asking God to bestow his mercy upon us for us even to come here to mass, that we need a humble and contrite heart to come to God. And the general intercessions, we're going to be interceding, we're going to be petitioning the Lord. We may even be thanking him for his gifts. The Eucharistic prayer, the word Eucharist in Greek means thanksgiving. So we give thanksgiving, we give praise to God, we bless God, by offering the gifts of bread and wine to him and asking him to descend upon these gifts, his Holy Spirit to descend upon the gifts and for the gifts to become the body and blood of Christ. And then we receive these gifts into our bodies, into our souls. See that? And then we in turn give thanksgiving to God for these gifts. We give praise to God. We petition them. So that's why right here in the mass, all of these forms of prayer exist and are here. Just need to be sometimes 
sometimes we're not consciously aware of what we're doing. We just go through the motions. And that's where we need the Holy Spirit to help us to pray, even to come to Mass and to help us to pray the Mass, not just to attend Mass. Anyone, my dog can attend Mass. That's why I tell people. My dog, Fido, I don't have a dog, Fido, but my dog, Fido, I could bring him to Mass. He could attend Mass. He could fulfill his Sunday Mass obligation. But my dog, Fido, cannot worship and praise at Mass. He has to be conscious to do that. That's where we need the gift of God to help us be conscious, to help us to praise the Lord, help us to give thanksgiving, help us to really immerse our hearts and our lives within the Mass. Because the Mass itself, Mass alone can transform us and make us better people, make us better Christians, make us better Catholics. If we just keep asking for the gift, keep asking the Lord to help us. So these are the different forms of prayer. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask Jesus to help you. The Father delights and giving his children gifts. So be bold. Ask in Jesus' name for whatever you need, as long as it's according to the will of God, and the Father will give you the gift that you need. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.